The views and opinions expressed on Deliberately Linked are entirely those of the host, who are completely responsible for all show content. These views and opinions are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure in any way any kind of condition, or to promote any specific lifestyle, belief, religion, political affiliation, or personal practice. Nor is the information presented deemed to be accurate or verifiable. What is up, Deliberately Linked viewers? Lace them up and lock it in. Because on today's show, Mark and I gather here today to discuss and figure out, do you have a choice with what you do tomorrow with your life, or is it already predetermined? Yeah, I think that's um, I think it's a really good question. I think a lot of people um, are going to sit on both sides of that fence, um, and we think of the word fate. You know, are things not in our control? Are, are the things out of our control? Um, and then we think about those who, you know, they'll talk about um, my future is what I make it. You know what I mean? Tomorrow is what I make it. Right. And honestly, I mean, let's be serious. Nobody really knows what tomorrow brings. Right. But that does, does that mean it's in your control or out of control? Right. So it's, it's really all a mindset and how you decide to look through those lenses. It's definitely the question of the day. And I think after today walking away from the show, I hope we all have a better understanding um, if we really do have a choice or is the day predetermined without any of our control, like you're saying? Well, I think for most of our, our listeners, I just want to prepare you guys now. Like, this is going to be a really interesting topic. We're going to take you to depths that you may have never been um, with, honestly, some serious theological background. Mm -hmm. But also, I want, you, I want you to know this. We're not going to go to a place where you can't understand it. Like, nobody here is a scholar. We didn't obviously write any of the books of the Bible. Right. So for Josh and I, this, is a, this was as much a challenge for us in bettering our understanding. And it was brought on, honestly, for a very good reason. Yeah. I mean. But before we get to that reason, Mark, we're obviously fueled and ready to go for today. Before we dive into yeah, the well, show, I think it's more than appropriate. What'd you call it? Zoodles and steak? <laughs> to shout out our number one sponsor, Vision, Visionary Meals, guys. Yeah. Mark and I are fueled today on a Korean zoodle steak bowl. Just recently launched here at Visionary Meals, a chef special, guys. These chef specials are like no other dish, guys. These chef specials, don't get me wrong, all of our dishes, we take uh, an immense amount of research, research and study for each dish. But when it comes to our chef specials, if it takes us double or triple the time in the kitchen to create this dish. To make we, it right. We make it because yeah. um, to us, these dishes are designed to just completely blow your taste buds away and it, it is a treat beyond treats when it comes to a meal and i'm telling you these are some dishes that your favorite restaurant i'm telling you would struggle to compete with some of these dishes because they are out of this world it's funny because so obviously i'm i'm very close to visionary meals from all the reasons i get to see all the behind the the scene stuff right. i've always got a backstage pass per se <laughs> but like this meal in itself i'm looking at this meal and it looks very labor intensive from a guy who is a a, a home cook and loves yeah. to cook it looks very labor intensive and and i'm 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 not an entrepreneur but i'm always breaking down things dollar cents folks when you're buying and you 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 talk about visionary meals we talk about fresh right folks they're making the zoodles they're not going and buying mm -hmm pre-made zoodles which is zucchini noodles for Correct. anybody that wants to know no there's somebody sitting there winding <laughs> this and making this zucchini yeah. into a noodle right. and then it's being blanched and then packaged for your enjoyment folks 
go to a regular restaurant that's a $15, $20 plate, and you're not paying that at Visionary Meals. It's just as fresh. It tastes just as good. And they're giving it to you at a low, low cost. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive when you think about it. So this is one of the reasons why I always encourage people to do business with Visionary Meals, not because they're a sponsor of our show, not because Josh is uh, the CEO, president, owner. No, it's because it's quality. If it wasn't quality, Josh knows this. I'd be the first one to tell you on air. It's trash. (laughs) Right, right. But it's not. It's literally an amazing product. No doubt. Yeah, not not much more to be said there. I appreciate the good I'm doing the next commercial. So, yeah. (laughs) I like it. So, guys, visionarymeals.com. Um, we are always grinding for you guys to make, uh, to bring you the best of the best there on the market. And it is as healthy as it gets. Um, it is as flavorful as it gets. But like, like I said, without losing those quality ingredients and nutrition that, that we need on a daily basis. So Visionary Meals is not only here to bring you amazing taste and flavor and you, the whole nine yards, but we're here to bring you convenience. And that's why uh, this company is, exists, guys, to make your guys' life easier without cutting any corners. But yeah, with, with that absolutely. being said, guys, I think it's time to dive into the show. Yeah, and I think, so here, folks, here, here's a quick breakdown. So basically what we're talking about is we're talking about fate, something out of your control, something that's uh, already predetermined, predestined, it's going to happen X, Y, and Z no matter what. And then we're talking about choice. We're talking about the ability to choose, uh, to differentiate. Um, there's, uh, you know, this, this ability that you have a thought process and a mind and you are going to determine what you're going to do and how you're going to do it based upon your own discretion. It's a voluntary thing based upon you. How do those marry? How do those work? Are they together? Are they separate? Yeah. And from the theological standpoint, what this comes down to us, a term that I know I use, that you use, that um, believers use, is called free will. Correct. And I think that's really the platform we're standing on today. And like I said, for really good reason. Um, I, I know a couple people approached you. Yeah, uh, no, this guys. Week. I think Mark. I'm going to take the words out of his mouth. I think he was going to say it there before we did our commercial. That um, obviously uh, uh, an immense tragedy truly just happened. Yeah. Um, really, for the world. Um, and as many are aware, uh, the death of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and then many others. Excuse me for not knowing all the names. Um, yeah, uh, died in a tragedy of a helicopter. Two pilots and then two other families. Yes. So a total of nine individuals totally. lost their lives Sunday morning. Yeah, and it just, yeah. Um, it, it truly, it, it really did shock the world. And I think Mark and I are going to touch on a couple different aspects um, and perspectives uh, from this tragic event. Um, but because of the topic today, I myself, and, and I know Mark had a couple conversations leading up to this show um, from this tragic accident, I myself personally received, I think it was um, three individuals reaching out to me discussing, um, discussing this event. And, and, and two of the three, mostly, there was an overwhelming presence of why. Why, yeah. why would this happen to such good people? Why would this type of evil be in our world? Why, why them and not this? Per- like why, why, why? And 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 then ultimately, if if there is a God, why would God allow, allow such, such yeah. pain and disaster? And it's you know honestly, it's a very tough topic. It's a very, and I don't mean I don't want this taken lightly. It's a very simple answer, mm-hmm. but it's a very difficult, complex understanding. Um, and it's, it's unique because the individuals that came to me, they didn't come to me because of, uh, the helicopter crash, 
but it was the helicopter crash that made them start thinking about other things right. and why. Um, and so that's when Josh said, hey, I have an idea for a topic, but I don't know. And he called me and I was like, no, that's actually a good topic because I had a very similar couple conversations. Yeah. And it's probably something to discuss. Um, and free will is something that I think overall, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, it affects all of us. Mm-hmm. You do not have to be a believer to understand that your creator gave you free will. Right. Um, so the, that opportunity of choice, the ability to choose, the ability to make decisions on how you're going to do X, Y, and Z, um, that affects you no different than it affects me. Whether, yeah. like I said, and I'm, I'm a follower of Christ. If you are not a follower of Christ, you're affected the same way I am when it comes to yeah. that. We still have the right to choose. Yeah, and guys, fr- free will completely aside, I think it's definitely fair to say as, as human beings, um, believer or not believer, it's, it's we're we're in a position where we might not just always understand. Oh, and, for sure. And if you and if you are able to grasp the idea of what free will is after today's show, I'm not sitting here saying you're going to completely be able to understand why these tragic events happen to people. It's not going to make it any easier. And it definitely doesn't make it any no. easier. Um, no. but there it does give a sense of comfort um, that we're going to kind of dive into here shortly of what free will does. I think what un- I think what grasping free will does it gives you a different degree of compassion yeah um i think a lot of times now we look at something like this helicopter crash and i think a a large majority of people who do ask the question of why what when they say why what they're doing is they're looking for blame they're looking where do we apply the fault where do we point our anger right um and ultimately I'm not going to say that's not a waste of time it's not a waste of time people want answers they want to know what happened what how can we learn from this yeah but it's not anger that you should be looking to project. What it what Correct. it should do is under is give you a sense of understanding. Yeah. Compassionate, sympathetic understanding. As horrific and sad as this is, we can understand that choices were made by those individuals, and sometimes bad things happen when we make decisions. Yeah. That's that's what it comes down to. And guys, just to kind of give you another example of what free will is, you know, I know we haven't dove too deep into it yet, but um, an understanding. F- Based off, I guess, let's just call it another example. And, and I'm going to give you this example mostly because um, it's it's dear to my heart. And this exact event actually um, what put me in our pastor's office. And this was, you know, I've, I've always had a strong foundation in my faith. Um, but there's a lot of areas where I just kind of lack understanding, I think, as, as, as a lot of us do. And, um, you know, I've never really dove into the idea and understanding of free will prior to this event. Um, but I'm going to talk about a, a quick snippet of an event that happened in my life just a couple years ago um, from a girl. Her name was Emery Connery. And she is an individual that is heavenly, was, excuse me, heavenly involved um, in the fitness industry. And my relationship with Emery began to grow Um, very fast, I think, just through some of our own mutual relationships and connections. And Emery started to play a role um, really in my walk in entrepreneur. She herself was an entrepreneur and very successful. Um, A younger, she was a model. She was a beautiful individual. And she was, you know, playing a huge role, I think, in my life. And and, and truly offering myself a lot of direction. And, you know, I, I, I didn't know Emery too long, but 
it was I, I knew her enough for really truly to be hurt um, by the tragedy that happened. And long story short, um, you know, completely I, I share this story in complete, you know, Emery's honor. Um, she you know, I spoke with her two days before this event happened and um, she was she was going to West Virginia uh, to, to a wedding, I believe it was. And she, long story short, I don't think details are necessary. Um, she was murdered uh, in her in a car uh, with a family member actually that she was driving with in the middle of the night, and they were they were either going to or leaving from a party, um, and she was murdered. And and <laughs> such a young, bright, so much ahead of her um, individual, beautiful, compassionate girl and I, I found myself sitting in my office the night that I heard that around probably 9 10 11 o'clock I heard the news and I was just in complete just loss I, I, I couldn't comprehend it and and it led me it led me to um, our pastor's office you know that week trying to comprehend why would why would something happen to someone so special and and he he delivered the simple answer of and, and guys mark said it it is simple but it's but it's free will and when i say free will god did not plan for emery to get shot correct okay he did not plan for her to be murdered now god knew god knew what was going to happen because time does not exist with god mm-hmm. okay so god foresees our actions and our choices way before we are going to commit them or proceed with them. But God, so God knows what we're going to do, but he doesn't stop what we're going to do because now free will would not exist. Correct. And so I share this story. Good or bad. Good or or bad. bad. Correct, Mark. And I share this story, and as I wrap it up, I share this because we all could probably find our place in our life where we sat there questioning, why would this happen? Why did this happen? And, I'm, and, it's, and it all comes down to, obviously, free will, although God knows this is going to happen because that's a common question. If God knows this is going to happen, why would this happen? And again, it comes to free will. God want, wants us to freely decide what we want to do with our lives. What it comes down to is, is who are you? Who are you? Who are you morally? Who are you uh, from your, uh, as, a, as characteristically? Uh, what kind of man or woman do you want to be? And, and that's what it comes down to. Who are you? Right. Um, and we choose that. We choose that. I mean, folks, let's let's be serious. I mean, if if God wanted, He could He could make us all the best versions of ourselves. But then, do you really appreciate His impact on your life? Correct. Um, and I, and I compare it to this. You know, I have five children. I you know, my wife and I were both um, were blessed in many things financially, nice home, uh, healthy children. And we could easily just spoil the sin out of our kids. Yeah. We could easily just give them whatever they wanted, never ask for anything in return, and give it to them. But ultimately, would they appreciate it? No. Right. They wouldn't. They would take it for granted. And God has the wisdom and the, and the foresight to see that if I just grant them everything, they'll just take it for granted, Correct. as we've already witnessed. Right. That is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. That is exactly what happened with Adam and Eve. Everything was given, and yet it was taken for granted. And then yet here we are, and that's why we are where we are. That's okay. This goes Where, the, where this gets complex in depth is because we are an information freeway era. 
if I want to know something, I pick up my phone, I hit my Google app, I type it in, and I have 15,000 responses to my question. Right. We want to know. This is something that you can't always understand. Right. You can't just Google this, say, why did, why did Kobe Bryant die? Why did he get in the helicopter? Right. Why did the helicopter crash that day? Um, why, did he, why did they have to take a helicopter to the travel game and there's a three 13-year-old girls in there? No one knows. Mm-hmm. No one knows. For many, many years in this specific situation, Kobe Bryant made a very um, dis- a very large decision that he felt was very wise. It allowed him to maximize time. He had the financial ability to do so. I compared it to Josh earlier. It's no different than you know me, a middle-class American who gets in my car and goes to work every day. Right. Well, Kobe just got up and got into a helicopter. That's all it was. And in his mind, that was no different than a, a Ford F-150. Yeah. That was his mode of transportation. And no different than if I get in my truck and something bad happens, I could die in a car accident. Correct. The same thing. Yeah. It's a voluntary decision. He's made it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. This is just the one time where something happened. Yeah. It, it's horrific. It's horrific. My, my heart broke for the families. I mean, you, you have children now without parents. You have spouses now without their husbands and their wives. You know, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, instead of... Instead of us seeking this great answer of why, the thing that I saw out of all this that was good was all the people asking the reverse why. Mm. What am I doing now? Why right. am I why am I being this way? Yeah. Why am I why am I in a beef with so and so? Or why am I still holding on to this grudge, you know, with this person? Or why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. It became the reverse why. So even in negative situations, and this is something about free will, free will people understand, there's multiple factors that go into making choices. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have the choices of the memories as to, I make this decision because of X, Y, and Z. You have the goals that you're trying to reach. You have the environment you're in, what, it, whatever your social status is, whatever your financial backing is. And then you also have your expected reactions. All those go into this. And all of those things have consequences. Correct. Good, good or and bad. Good, or bad. good yeah. and bad. And we have to be willing to accept those. You know, and, and now people are starting to reflect in a positive way mm-hmm. and say, I'm making choices. I'm choosing these right. things, but why am I doing that? Right. Because every decision you make comes with a consequence. Yeah. It does. And, and, I, and, I, and I think on top of that, Mark, another interesting you know, portal to, to this really dynamic topic. Um, so many times individuals will also question the fact that like, Okay, so I, and you know, I, I did X, Y, and Z. I maybe um, I, I ran a red light, or I, yeah. I, che- I cheated on my wife or husband, and nothing or, happened, and, and nothing happened, and yeah. and then maybe something does happen. And so first, I think if something does happen, I think the common question is, is like, well, is this a punishment? Was that karma? Right, is that yeah. karma? Um, or or if nothing does happen. Uh, why, why can that person do it and nothing happened bad to them? So I think ultimately, I think we need to understand, um, really as believers and non-believers, wherever you want to stand on that, um, God is not punishing anybody. No. Kobe and, and the, 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 everyone on that helicopter, they, were, they weren't punished for uh, prior sins no. in their life, okay? No. Now, I think on the reverse side of that, um, it does biblically say you reap what you sow. Absolutely. Correct. Well, my mother always said, too, what goes around comes around. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, but 
that's that's more in the sense like if you are cheating, you, you're eventually going to get caught. In this situation, it's being taken out of context. Correct. Um, yeah. And so I just I I know that I've personally have received that question of like, yeah. why is this a punishment? For no, it's it, it is not a punishment, guys. People people who who die early, uh, tragically, or people who get sick, it is not a punishment. And so, you I think another important aspect to remember. Um, through 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 why why maybe trying to understand why this stuff happens, God it's so prevalent to understand that God feels your pain. God God oh, he understands mourns. those are his children. Exactly. He he understands how hard this is on you. And truly like when I said earlier that being able to wrap your mind around why God why why an event would happen, guys, sometimes the, the only comfort and answer you're going to get is leaning on, leaning on it's Christ. Faith. Well, it's faith. It is. It's faith. You know, things yet to be seen. I mean, I, I have, so I'm very, I, I am fortunate. If you've listened to the show, you've, you've probably heard it before. Um, I, I don't, I tend to talk a lot. I tend not to talk a lot about myself. Um, but I've said it before. I've gained more from cancer than cancer will ever take for me. This is one of the things I've gained. This is this is a uh, a level of understanding that most people don't have yeah. unless they've actually had to sit and and honestly come to grips with their mortality. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately have had to do that, but it's given me a fantastic perspective. And when I look at this situation, this situation, many situations like you know Josh uh, brought up about losing his friend. You know, uh, in the last ten years of my fire career, we averaged one suicide a year. These are guys I knew very well, very close. Right. And in the beginning, I didn't really understand it. After being diagnosed with cancer, and you know, you get the whole terminal thing, and you're literally, there were a couple moments where you're like, "Is this it? Is this, is this the time?" Um, you come to this grips of purpose, and people will say, "So you're saying God allowed Kobe and all these people to die because their purpose was done?" No, once again, you're not listening. Um, bad things happen to good people all the time, but. Kobe had an amazing purpose in life. He had an amazing impact in life. It's, it's relevant and it's obvious. All you got to do is turn on any TV channel you want and you see it. Yeah. Um, his daughter obviously had a large impact on a lot of people. But now what do you have? Now you have another opportunity for multiple people to take their impact and continue it on. These other people that now can step up and utilize such a negative and sad thing and turn it into such a positive thing Correct. and really draw people closer together to give people a greater purpose. And then, you know, maybe this woke up their purpose inside of them. Correct. We have opportunities. You know, I look at myself and, I, you know, I never, I did, I never did. Anybody that's been around me since my diagnosis, I never asked the word why. I don't know why I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. It just never came to me naturally. Yeah. What I always asked was what? God did not give me cancer. What's your plan, God? He allowed me to have it, mm -hmm. and I want to know for what purpose. Yeah. And I lived that out for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, I was in a car ride with Cohen and this week, and Cohen brought up to me. He said, Daddy, he said, he said, why did God invent cancer? And I said, Cohen, God did not invent cancer. He allowed it to be invented. Okay. He's like, well, why would he allow it? Because, Cohen, we are humans. We are a learning mammal. We're not animals. We don't think instinctively. We learn. So we fix one wrong, whether we create uh, a new chemical or a new way of growing something or doing something that we assume is helping us. And what do we do? We get blinded by with every action, there's a reaction. Correct. 
We're so far away from the original plan. We have done so much damage to the original design of the gene pool and all DNA. We don't even know what's going on. Mm -hmm. We have inadvertently created these things yeah. that are killing people. Yeah. And in turn, you know, so what do we do? We come up with some of these great medicines and then they then too have secondary side effects. Right. That's just the cycle we're in. Yeah. And you want to use the word, it's unfair. That's fine. It comes like, that's not fair. Buddy, that's fine. You can say it's not fair. It's our fault though. It ain't going to change. Yeah. It ain't going to change. Guys, Mark said it. We are so off path of oh, what yeah. God's original intention was of yeah. this of this earth. Now, like I said, God knew. He knew what today would look like. He knows what tomorrow is going to look like. He knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Because, again, he wanted to grant us free will. But we are so far off path of, of what God wanted, what God intended, I guess, um, this world to, to to look like well i'll explain it to folks like this too and so you say well well if he knew all this why did he allow it all to happen yeah it's, great it's very simple because he wanted us to choose him mm -hmm. exactly he he, he wanted mark, us to choose him mark just said it um yeah. and and you say well that's that doesn't seem right he wanted us to suffer so we'd lean on him yes yeah yes well not he, only he, that he, he wanted us to have the he, choice to choose not only to lean on him but to follow him yeah but i mean he what he what he what he's done is he said, "Look, man, this this is this is temporary. Mm -hmm. I'm offering you eternal eternity. I this is not forever. Right. I think so many of us get caught up in this world is everything. No, folks, I'm here to tell you, and I believe this in my heart of hearts. This moment in time on this earth is a very 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 small snippet of time in your entire existence. Correct. Because your real life is going to begin much further after this time on earth is gone." And when I came to grips with that, I understand so much more. Yeah. Because what I realized was I have a purpose here. Yeah. And when my purpose here is done, he will take me and I'll have a greater purpose. Yeah. And I'll have another purpose to fulfill. Mm -hmm. But we get so caught up in that. But what he wanted is if you want that, he's like, you got to choose me. Yeah. I've already chosen all of you. That's the thing. Whether you're a believer, a non-believer, whether you think you're perfect or not, whether you're a sinner and you think you're only a sinner, whatever it is, you've already been chosen. You've already been chosen. And God uses the word choose or choice multiple times in the word. And what I mean by the word, I mean the Bible. I mean, if we want to look at free will, it starts in the beginning of time. It starts with the Bible and Christ and the original layout. He uses it over and over because he wants, he wanted to empower you because I told Josh this earlier, it's like the kids in line for dodgeball. You know, when you're in elementary school, there's 20 kids lined up right, yeah. and everybody's taking turns picking. Well, the first kid is chosen, you know? One through nineteen, those kids are chosen. Number <laughs> right. twenty, he's yeah. like, "Well, you got to have that's the last pick." <laughs> well, you got to pick a team. God's yeah. telling us, "Look, man, I don't, I don't want to be the default. Right? I don't want to be your default. I want you to choose me. I want you to choose me. Mm -hmm. I want you to want to be on my team. Yeah. And that's why we have that, that you know, free will. Yeah. Because as He has chosen us, and the gift that that is, isn't not only fair, that He gets the same satisfaction of us choosing Him. Yeah. <laughs> I know I got Josh spinning it's, over here. It's deep because I'm, I'm I'm trying to think about it in the perspective the way people are hearing this, and guys, I, for for maybe our our individuals questioning their faith and and what is faith and what what do you mean there's a life after the life I'm living now like yeah. it's don't don't think too hard about that guys I mean it it is deep but it's it's simple at the same time this. This, like Mark said, this is a very short snippet of what life is, and God obviously 
as, as, as many of us are aware, if you aren't aware, God has granted all of us eternal life through the sac- sacrifice of his own son, Jesus. And, and, and through this, through Which this... Which is historically proven. Correct. Yeah. Um, through this short period in time of life, guys, that is why it, it is vital. And, and to be completely blunt, it is completely vital to serve our, our magnificent, our holy God because of this eternal life. I mean, it is <laughs> politically correct or not. I mean, it is like your interview to get in the pearly gates. All right. Now, and I say interview in the sense that guys, if you accept Christ and honor and glorify You're him, you, you made it. it it's when oh, I say and that, interview, co- that it's, comes with, what do you guys call it? Uh, what did they used to do in school <laughs> when they would grade on a, uh, like if the average in the class was like a C, they would change the oh, grade. curve. They'd grade on a curve. <laughs> yeah. God grades on a really big curve. Yeah, you're you're looking pretty good, so don't so like, worry. Even an F with the greatest of intentions is yeah. like an A. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're getting an A. Every sin, um, every sin is, you know, forgiven. Um, you know. Well, I mean, the Bible tells us that you know all men sin equally, yeah. basically. No, uh, no sin is greater than the other. No sin is greater. Than that. Um, but guys, this this eternal life that Mark and I are talking yeah. about, um, God has granted us that, that choice to be a part of that eternal life. Yeah. And, and it is our job on this planet, okay? And it's actually, I, I think it's in Revelations. I could be wrong on this. Um, fun fact, they, the, the Scripture says, um, <laughs> the greater you serve here, the, the, the better position you're going to have um, in heaven. And, and, and the way you're willing to serve here, is, he knows, is the way you're willing to serve there. Correct. It's... Because none of us are, uh, God doesn't put a value on any of us different than another. No, um, no. And I don't want people to hear it that way, but it's, Josh is absolutely correct. I mean, it's, there is so much more to than what we have here. And we just, but we get caught up in that. You know, we get caught up that it's so important of how many likes do we have? How many followers do we have? How much money do I have? What kind of car do I have? Yeah. And at the end of the day, the most valuable thing that you have in your life, especially on this earth, is relationships. Yeah. And we've witnessed that. I mean, with the tragedy of um, these individuals that were on this helicopter, you can see the value of their lives by the reactions of those closest to them. The impact that they had, not just on, you know, Americans. Obviously, they're, they're all American. But no, you see the mourning across the world. There were some great impacts. I mean, when people um, look at uh, Kobe Bryant as a professional basketball player, you know, six world championships, yeah. obviously multimillionaire, own shoe line, own brand, all these other things. But the greatest thing is to see those who never even really come into contact with him and to see the, the example he set. Yeah. You know, those are the things. And I know one of the individuals that passed away was a baseball coach. Yeah. And you think about all the players that he had impacted. Right. And you see the way they mourn. Folks, that's the most valuable thing you have in your life is yeah. the relationships that you build. Right. And honestly, we make, we make salvation so complicated when salvation literally comes down to relationships. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. What kind of relationships are you building who and in what affect, way are you building? Who Absolutely. do you affect around you? And guys, like Mark said, I think that's really what people um, should highlight and I think take away from um, this this tragedy that happened with um, Kobe and, and the rest of the crew on board there. The, the, the tragedy is is the, what, the effect that they had previously and that effect in a way can be no more. Now, it can be more by honoring um, in the way that they pushed and motivated it's a some of you. of a torch. Exactly. Yeah. But I think 
you know, Mark and I discussed this briefly before we shot the show, and I, and I think it's important, and we're just going to st- touch this very, very quickly, um, and, I, and I don't mean to desensitize the situation at hand, um, but I think it's important to understand and, and, and try to wrap your mind around why you find yourself maybe hurt or broken because of this. Well, to the degree. To the, to the, to the degree. I mean, I think we all hurt, um, and Mark and I were talking, you know, just really for their loved ones and families. But, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I think Mark told me this, too, and I think it's ridiculous. I mean, there were, there were honestly people calling off, calling work, off work <laughs> yeah. uh, because of what happened. And, yeah. like, to me, that I, I can't wrap my mind around that. And these were individuals that had no relationship. Okay. No, but that's but the question I want to ask them is not that I'm like not that I'm downgrading your compassion and no. your and your sympathy. What I'm asking you is like, man, where in your life are you so empty right. that this has this such effect on you? Like, I felt horrible. Yeah, I felt horrible, but I'm like, to to be to the point where it's debilitating. Yeah, it's like, man, you're really missing some well, very valuable components in your life. Kobe Bryant or one of our American sh- soldiers. Like oh. to me guys, that either one there there is no comparison and and, and this icon for individuals passes and it's gosh darn it it's a freaking tragedy. But we don't call off work because we 30 get, soldiers we just get, died in a helicopter news, crash. Yeah, we get news 30 soldiers you know got shot down. You know and those are individuals that are serving to protect you as an individual and guys this is not meant to be a comparison but this is more so meant to be a perspective check in the in the regards of really and this is a topic for another day but ideology and like and i know there were individuals that idled kobe um and and i think idling someone there, there is a fine line for those that idled kobe because of his work ethic and his leadership um you know, those athletes that were pushed to go in the gym, you know, before high school, you know, starts, you know, and shooting hoops at 6 a.m. Those are the reasons to want to follow someone's Which I used the term earlier. I mean, guys, just because you can attach the word mentor to a lot of people and never come into contact with them. Correct. There's there's many. That's not. Kobe was a fantastic mentor. Unbelievable mentor. Yeah. Whether it's mental, physical, um, the grind. Yeah. You know, just just his ability to uh, really focus on what it is the ultimate goal is he was second to none and a lot of people have mentored off of him yeah. on that example yeah i get that. some of the greatest that have i played. get that but when you begin to lose your your own self-worth yeah. and your own individuality and it becomes them crippling that's a problem yeah christ doesn't want that i can tell no, you that that's a problem <laughs> and, and if I, you and care I, kobe doesn't want it well i i can only imagine i can only imagine so here and this that's actually great and i i I grew up in the era. I watched it. Um, I'd seen it all. I, I grew up where my younger childhood, my early teenage years was Jordan. Yeah. And I flowed right into a Kobe. And right. I even seen them, saw him on the court together. That was my era. Yeah. Kobe, really, Michael was his mentor. Yeah. He did everything around that. But I guarantee you, Kobe never lost his individuality. No. He wanted no, to exactly. be Kobe. He didn't want to be called the next Jordan. Yeah. He didn't want to be called Jordan Point Two. Right. He wanted to be Kobe Bryant. Right. And I see all these other individuals who's like linked their self image to this. And I'm like, where did you get lost in that? Like, it's absolutely okay to use that as a a mentor or a grading stick. It's absolutely okay to use that for encouragement and, you know, all those things that you need are fuel. Mm -hmm. It's okay to use that. But when it comes to the point where you've lost yourself, 
it's like, man, we got some serious issues. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mark, I know you're not crazy about LeBron, but LeBron is a, is a, is a perfect example. Again, we're talking on a bigger scale here of uh, two professional, you know, very successful athletes, LeBron to Kobe. Uh, LeBron recently, actually, just before Kobe's death, passed um, yeah. co- one of Kobe's records there. And I forget. Total Steven, points. To, was it total, total points? Total points scored. And to me, that that's a perfect example of someone, um, you know, chasing what someone else did, but not at, not at the at the degree of like, okay, I want to be that person. Of I, losing oneself. You know, yeah. I want, in like exactly, yeah. losing who they are. I want to excel and exceed what that person did. And once again, this comes back to free will. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to make these choices. Correct. I'm going to make these decisions. I'm going to accept the good and the bad consequences that come with them. Mm-hmm. But it's individual. It's right. me making voluntary choices. Yeah. When you start making decisions based upon others, that's not free will. No. Because they're impacting that choice to another level where exactly. almost they're making the decision. Exactly. That's not what we're discussing. No. You know, and it's not that we're, we don't want this entire show to be over free will, whether to get in a helicopter or not to get in a helicopter. We want it to be over free will over overall choice. Mm-hmm. How am I choosing to live my life? You know, and the, and the Bible speaks multiple, multiple times about choose life. And you got to remember terminology 2000 years ago is a lot different now, but they use terminology like choose what is lawful and right. Guys, that's the same thing. Choose between right and wrong. Choose between good and evil. You know, that's all that is. And when people ask me, I mean, Deuteronomy 4.24 is a great scripture. Yeah. Our God is a jealous God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm married to a jealous woman. I'm happy that I, she's a jealous woman. Right. She does not want to share me. Right. Our God is the same way. Exactly. He does not want to share us with any other God. He doesn't want to share us with any type of evil. Right. He is a jealous God. He wants us to choose him and him alone. Yeah. That's why he gave us free of will. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. And yeah, you're going to say it's a horrible thing. I, I get this a lot. Freedom, free will is great when things are going good. Free <laughs> yeah. will is awful. Yeah. Who even came up with that idea when things are going bad? Right. Seriously, though. But those are your learning times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God God obviously did not intend, um, you know, I, I did. I this did was not the original design. On theology and philosophy of individuals, um, you know, if maybe being born a psychopath. Or something like that. Sure. And and or or being born in God's eyes, knowing that they are going to be um, maybe an atheist. Okay. And 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 questioning the fact that well, well, why, if God knew that this person was going to be born an atheist, why would He allow their existence? Because you can't do it with one and not do it with all. Exactly. It's no longer free. And ex- exactly. And Mark took the words right out of my mouth. And the point number two on that is. Oftentimes, God will find, obviously, a positive from a negative. In and, everybody. And anything, in everybody, at any instance, if, if, there is, if there is an atheist, God will find a way for a believer to either have an, a positive impact on that person or to be able to use that person to have a positive impact on somebody else. Well, it's like math. Negatives at times do equal positives. <laughs> yeah, I don't do math. <laughs> I don't either, but I just know that's a real yeah. thing. Um, no, I just, I, it is, it is a very simple concept as it, it was a great topic when Josh brought it up, because I think a lot of people do, they get caught in that, they get caught in the realm and then they get on that treadmill of, I cannot get off the, I don't understand train Right. where folks, you're going to drive yourself crazy. That's the thing guys. Don't always try to understand it. And no. I know, and I know like 
I know that's like so hard to comprehend. Like what? what do you, like we're all we're very, like Mark said earlier. We're, we learn. We want to understand something. That's the way we think. And Josh has heard me say this to him multiple times with very serious topics. It's not for me to understand. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not for me to understand. What is for me is to have faith that he is in control. Yeah. And that there is a purpose for everything. But I promise you this, guys. I promise you this. If you choose to follow God's will and that you choose to follow um, Christ as your Lord and Savior and you commit to your life to him, the day that you are blessed and granted with eternal life, all your questions will be answered. Absolutely. Every Absolutely. last one. That's a, that's a great way to Every end. Every last question. That's a great way to end. Yeah. So have that faith and have that trust, guys. Yep. To not understand it now, but your life that is eternal will eventually answer everything. Absolutely. But before we go away, we're starting this new trend. <laughs> well, new trend for Deliberately Linked. Uh, we're going to lighten things up. Yeah. Um, and we're in our little Would You Rather segment. I hope you guys enjoyed last week. There's a lot of people that reached out <laughs> yeah. um, strictly just from a humor side. I got so many DMs about like what they would rather. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Uh, some of them that came to me, like it was not who I expected, but it was very funny. <laughs> and luckily they found it funny because it was intended to be funny. Yeah. But so this week, Josh and I each have our own, and we don't know what it is. So I'm going to ask Josh real quick. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, have to sing everything that you say? But you can, <laughs> but you can say as much as you want. Or you can talk normal, but you're only allowed to say 100 words a day. Okay, well, my first question is, what's the average word count for a male? It's pretty high, isn't it's it? It's high. It far it's exceeds thousands. 100. It's we probably thousands. just spoke 1,000 in this segment. Yeah, it's in the thousands. Ooh, sing. <laughs> Everything that you're going to say, but you can say as much as you want. <laughs> or you can talk normal, well, but you only get 100 words a day. I'm telling you what, man. I'm definitely, without a doubt, picking the singing one. Because <laughs> I tell I, my wife all the time, Backstreet Boys, they miss, like, they miss their calling with me. Like, I tell you, my <laughs> voice, if you want to hear a pretty voice, come stand next to me in church, baby, because I'm belting it. <laughs> I'm definitely singing. Oh, that's good. Singing. That's good. I'm actually a horrible singer. but <laughs> My wife would choose the... She wants me to talk normal. I only get 100 words a day. I believe that. That'd be Heather's choice for me. She would try to open the veto on that one. I mean, now, if we tweaked it a little bit and we did like like an accent, like across the pond or something like that, or uh, your most recent one that you walked into the studio speaking. I just uh, know the different characters. (laughs) That I would definitely be voting for for you because Mark is an an awesome impressionist, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So any accent, um, every pet on the farm, every animal has its own way of speaking they do i hear um, things in my head yeah so yes um there's the godfather which i think he's gone now right the cat oh yoda yeah, yeah yoda, yoda passed yeah. yoda was one of my favorites but yeah. i still got apollo and yeah, oliver uh, yeah no, those are good um yeah bro so you so did you say what you would rather do yeah i well i don't your think wife would rather you i would actually prefer the 100 words a day but anybody that knows me knows it's i would epically fail at that possible. so i'd have to figure out a way to sing. yeah i think yeah. i wonder if singing like could you rap okay okay i just try to rap through my day uh, yo 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 today is the day yeah hippity hop to the hip hip hop type thing yeah okay but yeah. rap, huh? that's interesting i have all a right. feeling that if i was singing all the time i would end up being by myself a lot so okay now I don't want you to answer this, Mark, to the first thing that comes to your head. Unless you're that certain. I want you to think about this. I'm very decisive. There are a ton of avenues um, and different perspectives to take this question. So, Mark, would you rather rather age from the neck up 
or the neck down. That is actually really tough. That is, that is, that's a good one. Would you rather age from the neck up or the neck down? Think about it. Think of all of, because man. So you're saying it never ages, but at what, like, what age are you then? Let's say your prime, whatever you think your prime was. (sighs) So maybe for a lot of people, maybe 25, I don't know. Um, yeah, but at 25, mentally, I was a wreck, but I was physically great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not talking mental. Strictly physical, and I'm going to just help you think about this. Think about it from the sense, okay, if you're the neck up and you're in your prime and you're freaking age 80, 100, whatever it is, I mean, come on, you have clothes on? Shoot, man, you're looking good. Now think about it this way, though, all right? If you're 80, 100, all right? Age from the neck up, but man, you take that shirt off and keep going. Bro, I probably have to take never age from the neck down. Neck down, huh? I probably have to. Okay. Because even if I lose it all, I still look good. <laughs> okay. I'm honestly torn, bro. I'm a. Uh, yeah, it is a hard one. It's a, it's that's a, a cho- I really want. I don't want to make a choice over. Yeah, viewers, guys, listening right now, what do you guys, man? What do you think? Because to me, I'm like, okay, my wife, I'm, I'm always gonna bless her. If I'm not aging from the neck down, right? I'm going to bless her with some, just some well, eye candy. I mean, that's the goal, right? We want, we, I need to arouse Heather my I, Heather and I have this conversation a lot. And I tell her my plan is ultimately that I will still be a very active spouse way, <laughs> exactly. late, in, way late into my years. Correct. Um, which I think she takes that as a negative. <laughs> I, I always try to throw it out there as a positive. Yeah. I don't think she takes it that way, but that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, that's Ashley. She's like that. Like we just did like three hours ago. Like really, you're ready again? Yes. Oh yes. The answer is always yes. Yes. I think that's why there like are women that pick it in front of like the testosterone stores because <laughs> they don't actually want their husbands getting it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm. I'm gonna have to go neck down too. Yeah. Um. That means we're both probably vain individuals. We care more about that than we do mentality. But dang. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. I already assume though that I'm not clicking on all cylinders, so I don't think I'm gonna lose a lot. Up there, unless it gets worse. You know, well, it probably will. But I mean, <laughs> that's okay. Now I got another funny one for you, All really right. quick. Okay. Would me. you rather have pancakes <laughs> for hands? <laughs> okay. True story. All Real right. like pancakes for hands. Bob Evans pancakes on your hands. Quick shout out. Be a sponsor. Or sweat syrup. Or what? When you sweat, it was you it's sweat actually syrup. syrup. Pancakes or hands, or when you sweat, it's actually I syrup. Mean, shoot, if I got one of them, I might as well take both. Then I'm like eating pancakes. <laughs> no, you, it's no. not a both. It's not a both. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Dude, man. think about that. Sweat syrup. That's interesting. I would hate. I ha- I'd have to take the pancakes because syrup is sticky, and I would hate that. Yeah, but like, dude, think about how much stuff you do with your hands. I know. I know. It's a rough one. That is a rough. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> hands are. That's a good one. But hands are such a vital point in our day-to-day Can you imagine, though, working out just dripping some maple syrup? No. Like, the person behind you that wants to come use that equipment would hate you. Yeah, but, man, if you got pancake hands, are you really working out? Why not? They they move. They They move. They're mobile. They're like, uh, okay, you. (laughs) If you don't see us right now, we're actually (laughs) looking at our hands like idiots. So... No, <laughs> oh, no. Well, DM right. us. Give us your yeah. answers. Have fun with it, guys. It's, it. it's just meant to leave on a light note. Get you, <laughs> get you. You know, get your mind off. You know, the constant stressors yeah. of every week. So, For a little sure. would you rather? Um, and our wives have both warned us about making them too dirty. So, yeah, but no promises. Uh, those ones are easier to come up with. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Perfect. Well, try the zoodles.
Try the zoodles. Heck yeah, bro. Try the zoodles. All right, guys. I love you. Um, appreciate you guys. Delivery link. We will be back next week. Yeah.